Welcome to the Elevator World News Podcast. Today's podcast is presented by Maytot Dumbwaiters and Materials Lifts. Since 1888, Maytot has combined custom craftsmanship with the latest innovative technology to create cost-effective material lift solutions for simple and complex situations. Built in-house, Maytot Dumbwaiters are engineered to last the lifetime of the building and can be customized for specific applications. Visit Maytot.com to learn more. This is your news roundup for the week ending January 28, 2022. Major contracts for OEMs in Taiwan, Europe, and the Middle East distinguished the week's news along with the major announcement about a new North American elevator company created through acquisitions by a private equity firm that promises to be an industry leader. The week also saw a consulting powerhouse unveil a new brand identity as it celebrates 75 years, major leadership changes, and several notable fatalities. Standard Elevator, a new company created by growth-oriented private equity firm Arcline Investment Management will offer the vertical transportation industry a leading choice of elevator components and solutions platforms, Arcline announced. Standard was set up through the acquisition of five critical suppliers, Standard Elevator Systems, or SES, of Memphis, Tennessee, EMI Porta of Arlington Heights, Illinois, Zipco of Franklin Lakes, New Jersey, Texacone of Mesquite, Texas, and Elevator Equipment Company of Los Angeles. These firms have been serving the largest elevator servicers and installers in the U.S. and Canada. The combination of the five companies lays the foundation for Standard to become an integrated one-stop shop for elevator parts, components, and software, Arcline said. Jimmy He, founder of SES, will remain a significant minority shareholder in the combined business. Arcline is a growth-oriented private equity firm with $4.4 billion in capital commitments. Otis Taiwan has landed a contract to provide 278 elevators, escalators, and moving walks to support the Taiwan Taoyuan International Airport, including the new Terminal 3 main building and concourse, Otis announced on January 25th. Otis Regen Drive Technology and Enhanced Control System supports the terminal's smart green design. Arup, in a joint venture with British architect Rogers Stark Harbor and Partners, Taiwan engineering firm CECI, and architect FCA is providing an array of services for the terminal, which, when it opens in 2026, will offer leisure and entertainment facilities as it accommodates rapid passenger growth. RSEA Engineering is building the new facility known as T3. Regen drives for elevators and escalators will reduce overall energy consumption by capturing energy usually emitted as heat and returning it to the building as clean power. Operators will be able to control equipment remotely during emergencies, and elevators will be outfitted with multimedia displays that provide passenger information. Opened in 1979, the airport has grown to become the 11th busiest in the world and was ranked the best airport for its size in the Asia-Pacific region by Airports Council International. Kone has won an order to supply a suite of people flow solutions, including 11 Kone mini-space elevators 
and 28 Kone Monospace 700 DX class elevators for the Zen and Nord mixed-use development in Brussels, Belgium, the company announced. Kone DX class elevators will make new user experiences possible through a combination of design, technology, new materials, apps, and services. In addition to the elevators, the order includes the Kone destination control system for smoother people flow and improved wait times. This complex of hotel, office, and residential amenities will also provide leisure, sport, hospitality, and retail facilities. The existing towers, known as WTC 1 and 2, will be rebuilt and modernized with an additional 14 stories linking the two. The development is set to be a great example of sustainability and circularity, and Kone will contribute to this vision via the material health certification that will be obtained for certain elevator components. The project is expected to be completed during the first half of 2024. The main developer is Zen and Nord. The main contractor is Open Minds, a temporary partnership of the CFE Group with CFE, BPC, Van Lair, and VMA. The main architects are 51N4E, Jaspers Ayers, and Locke. VK engineers and architects are involved with the MEP engineering. TK Elevator supplied more than 170 vertical transportation units for Doha Oasis, a 470,000-square-meter residential, commercial, shopping, and entertainment complex in the heart of Doha, Qatar, the OEM announced on January 25th. Equipment includes two twin elevator systems, the only elevator systems with two cabins operating independently in the same shaft. This, TK Elevator says, helps ensure the highest possible transportation capacity, provides maximum energy efficiency, and optimizes space utilization. All challenges associated with rapid urbanization. Twin can move up to 40% more passengers than a conventional elevator system and occupies up to 50% less space, creating additional usable area for developers and architects. Doha Oasis includes a 28-story hotel, 245 luxury apartments, numerous stores, and Cutter's first indoor theme park. Ray Ann Shepard has been appointed managing director of all Sibes Lift Group companies in the UK, the company announced. Shepard comes from a position as divisional director at one of the UK's top retailers of bathroom equipment and has a wealth of experience in sales, marketing, and business development. He started in the role of Managing Director of Sibes Lift UK and Titan Elevators Limited on January 3rd to consolidate the management of both companies and increase the pace of business development and growth in the UK. Shepard has extensive experience in developing and executing business-to-business and business-to-consumer commercial product and marketing strategies to create added value and generate profit. The Council on Tall Buildings and Urban Habitat has named Javier Quintana de Uña as the new CEO. The board announced. The organization also said that previous CEO, Anthony Wood, has moved into the role of CTBUH president, as announced in July 2021. In choosing Quintana de Uña, the board noted that he has been a loyal advisor for the CTBUH UK chapter. He is an architect with a PhD in tall buildings and has been a leader of an award-winning global design firm. He was honored in 2020 as a CTBUH Fellow for his work in the industry and for numerous contributions to the Council. With the CTBUH UK chapter, he has shown professionalism and proven his academic background, the Council said. 
regarding wood, the announcement notes that CTBUH has experienced major growth under his dynamic leadership since 2006. Under his presidency, the Council will expand its investment in thought leadership, teaching, and global industry research. He will also continue to serve as a global ambassador. A man working on an escalator inside a department store in Richmond, Virginia, died after falling through the vertical transportation unit, ABC 8 News reported. The Richmond Fire Department said it received the emergency call from the store just before 10 a.m. on January 19th, when the store was not yet open to customers. The cause of the escalator accident was not immediately clear. Rescue officials had earlier called the victim a staff technician, and the store referred to the worker as a valued longtime associate. OSHA requires escalators to be inspected every year, officials said, unless thorough reviews should be conducted monthly. Public signage should list service dates. Report noted. For more industry-related information, visit elevatorworld.com and be sure to subscribe to our podcast in iTunes or the Google Play Store. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor of the Elevator World News Podcast, Just let us know by emailing advertising at elevatorworld.com.